Hello, my fellow warrior. Hello. How are you today, fellow warrior? Uh, I am doing pretty well. How are you? Good. Good, 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 good. The creative juices are a-flowing today. <laughs> yes, this is kind of for us, isn't it? Yeah. It's a huge it's a huge uh, event for us today. Yeah, well, first off, uh, I want to say hello to all the potential new listeners we might have. Hi, everybody. <laughs> because this, we did eight episodes that are on the, that were featured on the Joey Losing Weight podcast. Yep. But I, don't I, think, I don't think we expected this to explode the way that it did, but it kind of. <laughs> It's awesome that it has. But I I honestly figured uh, a podcast about mental health, I figured that could be something people would be specifically looking for. Yeah. And I don't think anyone would think to find it in something called the Joey Losing Weight podcast. You never know. I mean, for some people, those go hand in hand. I mean, look at both of us. We are losing weight and we are fighting mental health stigma for sure i mean but Definitely. we're a niche group because we're so awesome <laughs> but uh yeah i figured for those who are just looking for a podcast about mental health i figured it does this deserved its own podcast feed so that Everyone could find it, and I could put it under the category of mental health. Yes. So, so this... hi, we're here. You're here. <laughs> open your ears. <laughs> yeah, and open your arms because we're welcoming. We're welcoming you with open arms here. Yes, we are all about the hugs and the love and the safety and the content warnings and the trigger warnings and all that fun stuff. And. The necessary tears being shed from time to time. Well, Joey has had his moment. <laughs> Mine is a coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, all all eight previous episodes are included on this feed. So, if this is the first time you're listening, again, welcome. Yes. Also, go back and listen. See where I, we came from. Yeah, I promise we get smarter the more we do this. <laughs> well, we try anyway. We do. We, I, we try very hard. Yes. And so now that we've welcomed every, everyone, yes. let's start by saying how was, Allison, how has your day been and how has your week been? My week has been kind of a roller coaster. It's had some highs and some lows. Uh, I had some seizure activity. So that was always a low point for me. I know you're doing the oh, frustration sigh. I understand. I, I did it too. But the, the high points have been really high because uh, I have been writing a novel series since I was a sophomore in high school. And I am finally, finally so close to publishing book one of it. Oh, this is, well, this is new to me. I've never heard about this. <laughs> no, I kind of keep my, my, uh, my writing hobby under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, hey, opening opening this one with a surprise. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. I know. Um, I'm in the process of uh, designing the cover art and the synopsis and the about me and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah. So hopefully by the holiday season, which is slowly creeping up on me, um, it will be available as an ebook and as a paperback that you can order. So everybody, oh I'm so, happy. I mean, do, do you want to give any detail about? Uh, I can. I mean, it does cover a bunch of mental health stuff. Um, it also just, it, it's a fantastical adventure. If you, um, of the people I've let read it, <laughs> I've gotten things like, this is what happens if you put Lord of the Rings, Twilight, and uh, Hunger Games into a blender, pure puree, and then spew it out into a beautiful casserole. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> uh, it's about a uh, 21-year-old college student who uh, really feels that he's pretty uh, average and invisible like a lot of us end up feeling, you know, we don't think we're very worthwhile. And uh, he ends up meeting this girl that he's been dreaming about for almost a decade. Like every night this dream happens. And uh, he's kind of torn between wanting to know her more and find out why she's such a trigger in his dreams and kind of being apprehensive to get to know her more because she has these mysterious older siblings that keep warning him to stay away. And uh, it's all about him uncovering her secrets and their secrets as a family and deciding how he wants to deal with those. And it's kind of epic. <laughs> I've spent four years researching it so that there's uh, no appropriation of any kind so that I get everything right. And uh, yeah, I think it's a good time. It, it, uh, it's been a, a, a great, you know, little project that people have kind of, enjoyed and uh accepted which is always great for me but uh the reason why i'm self-publishing it is because the three different agencies that wanted it all wanted me to change the size of my characters and some of their races and uh i feel that everybody should be kind of covered whether you're big you're small whether you're um a female or a femme whether you're man or masculine uh whether you're non-binary, whether you're uh, white, black, orange, purple, uh, all of that, I think everybody should be included because that's what our world is full of. And I refused to change it and they didn't want to publish it because they felt it wasn't marketable. So I'm going to give them a big old finger and self-publish it and hopefully not fall flat on my face. <laughs> well, I, for one, am super excited for this. I'm very excited too. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very this has been my baby that has cooked longer than any of my babies like I feel like I've been pregnant with this novel longer than I was ever pregnant with any of my children which makes sense because I only ever carried to like seven and a half months but <laughs> <laughs> well you know what a reader I am yes and I keep wanting to be like hey Joey hey Joey I, I need more men's opinions on this I uh, cannot throw this at you and, and have you devour it and let me know what you think. Uh, so, so have, have I unknowingly been researched for you? No. For these, oh, okay. No, 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 no. Well, no I, I was going to be thrilled if I 
I was going to be happy. It... No, the, the funny thing, though, is that I have a character that uh, Alicia and I were talking about because she's uh, heard all about it, and I kind of talk her ear off about it. And she's reading the last draft of it now to make sure that uh, with my dyslexia, I, I haven't missed anything in the last little bit because uh, self-publishing means that I either have to hire an editor, which can be expensive and take away or raise the cost of uh, – you know, what the prices I want to have it released for, or um, you kind of do it yourself <laughs> and hope for the best. But I have some really good bibliophile friends that uh, have looked it over and are just kind of keeping me in check and being like, you know, this is a run on sentence. This is, you mixed up these words. I know they're spelled very similar and they sound the same to you kind of a deal. And uh, she's like, you know, it's funny because one of the teachers reminds me of Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know Joey when I wrote that character. I'm like, but you're right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, so. we're you and I are I guess a couple of kindred spirits. Yeah. I, I told you we we could, we were compatible in our last one, and that's why we we enjoy talking together so much. <laughs> like I am so excited for this. I know. I'm very excited for myself. So <laughs> Yeah, we have the font lockdown. We have the cover like image lockdown. We're just playing with word choices and colors of the fonts and all that stuff. So I will text message you an image of that, or maybe I'll I'll just be nice and post it on Instagram and get everybody's opinions on which one I should go with. (laughs) Okay. Oh, um. So is it? Could it be considered YA or is it an adult? I, I would prefer it to be more adult because there's some cussing and there's some sex and uh, okay. <laughs> there's some alcohol usage and stuff like that. But at the same time, I feel like it's going to be pushed more towards the young adult category just because I feel like everything that falls into the type of genre of, you know, fantasy in this region of like, middle school to college kids kind of just get shoved at young adults, but I'm going to just kind of put it up there as a general uh, fantasy, fantasy thriller type of deal and, and see where it gets pulled. <laughs> if it ends up on young adult pages, if it ends up wherever it does, it does. I just want people, I just, I hope it's entertaining to people. I hope they love it as much as I do because I love these characters. They've been in my head for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know uh, one of my coworkers who is a one of the co-hosts on friend of this podcast, the Everybody's Dead podcast. Ooh. My coworker Allie would probably be very interested in reading this. Yes. So, yeah, it's uh it sounds fantastic and I'm I'm super excited to hear this from you. I'm, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so close. This is so exciting. And I'm just bursting with it. Like, I'm like, yes. <laughs> so uh, when do you think it can be expected? I'm hoping that it'll be out uh, between Thanksgiving and like Christmas. I know it won't be uh, New Year's unless something gets pushed back, but it, it shouldn't. Like, unless there's a major event for me health-wise or anything, um, it should be downloadable for like a dollar and wherever you get eBooks. And uh, I think we are going to set it at like four fifty-five bucks for a paperback. And that would include shipping. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it, and it's, it's going to be a series? You're intending yeah. it to be a series? Okay. Yeah, it's a four-part series. I have book one uh, that I'm publishing now. I have book two completely written in a uh, second draft stage. So I've got to go over it again and get my word counts to be where they should be um, for books of similar styles. And once I get my word counts for that, then probably a couple months later, I'll pop out number two, unless book one, you know, really just kind of crashes and burns. <laughs> oh, no, please. We won't <laughs> let that happen. I hope not. I mean, even if it, even if it's kind of like, uh, you know, Silent Bob and, and Jay movies, where it's like that cult following where only a couple people like devour it anytime they put something new out. Uh, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I myself cannot wait for this. You're going to get a signed copy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it may never amount to anything besides, you know, $5 book <laughs> has my name in it, but I mean, <laughs> you'll have one. Hey, I, I would never sell it for anything. Aww. So I'm sure you'll write a personalized message in there too. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Focus on this character. <laughs> what do you say? The professor? Yeah. It's, it's, Is... uh, it's the chemistry professor who's actually the uh, main character's favorite teacher. Oh, I'm somebody's favorite teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right, so that's fantastic news. Yeah, that's that's my highs. Like I said, they've been really high. You know, the lows have been kind of iffy and crappy, but my highs have been very high this week. So, yeah. <laughs> so glad to hear that. I know, it's a nice change. <laughs> How about you, though? How about you? How's everything going with you? Well, things are going pretty well. Um two days ago I added another year or another number at the end of my age. <laughs> you made another <laughs> rotation around the sun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so and that was enjoy that was a great time. Yeah, I saw it, you look like you had a good time going out with everybody. Yeah. And yeah, that was just like a kind of a regular dinner at a sort of a tab this tavern here okay and you know i can't drink like i used to so i deliberately did not over drink that's good like i did last year <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there yeah but i i had a good amount to give me feeling good that's good but it's always nice to have, you know, a little bit of a, of a fun buzz going on on special days like that, as long as you're safe and <sighs> doesn't of mess course. with your men. Yeah. <laughs> of course. But, uh, yeah, that was on Friday. And earlier that day, I had a doctor's appointment because, as I mentioned last week, I uh, find, as mentioned, I finally went to my boss at work and said I needed like the depression and stress in my life was getting too overwhelming. 
Yeah. So, uh, part of trying to get that under control is I set up a I set up a counseling session which I have this coming Wednesday afternoon. Okay. And uh, but I also had an appointment with my doctor, which was Friday morning. And (laughs) just to see, you know, talk about what I'm going through and if I can be put on any medication. And she did put me on a generic form of Prozac. Okay. So, uh, fluxetine. Yeah. Yeah. I have that too. So yeah, just, uh, give me on an anti antidepressant. Yeah. It works great for anti-anxiety too, just to. Just, uh, yes, and that, that, yeah, that, that's definitely what because I told her everything. Like, I've been dealing with anxiety, a bit of an obsession compulsive, okay. And just, it, it, it's not, it's not a huge one, it's just like, no, but you can feel it there and it's making you more anxious because yes. it's, yeah, no, I understand. So, yeah, I'm finally on some medication, and hopefully that'll help out. And I I have another appointment in a month from now, because I have a month's supply yeah. of the Fluxetine. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Fluxetine. Fluxetine, yes. I just say generic Prozac. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a weird word to pronounce, but I'm so used to pronouncing it, along with, like, Levitaracetam and Topiramax and... <laughs> Okay, I don't know though. <laughs> <laughs> Those are seizure medications. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but okay. I mean, um, one of my uh, one of my anti- it's technically in the antipsychotic group, but it actually is really great for PTSD and uh, night terrors. It's uh, like two words, and they're like you think Levi Tyrosetam is bad, which is a generic form of Keppra. Um, which helps with my epilepsy. You think that word is is long and ridiculous? Uh, it's uh, it's more funny when I read this word because it's, it's these two very long words, and it's like it scrolls all the way around the bottle. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that before. Yeah. So yeah, the, uh, my my doctor's got me on that. I'm already I'm already in a better mood today. That's good. This is. And I mean, I I went to the gym this morning. I had a good a good workout. I feel like I'm going to get back on track with that because I yeah. I was slacking a bit in that area. It's but, the weather too. We went from having all this beautiful, nice, hot, great weather for hiking and walking to I don't know about you. I I think I saw on your radar that it's all storms. Well, I am, I mean, there there has been some rain, but like not, oh, not too much. Oh, we've been getting hit hard in my backyard. Poor Hobbs. I think he goes swimming more than he goes out there to, you know, anytime I have to go to the bathroom, he's like, all right, let me put my swim trunks on and go out there. Just looks at me like, why? I'm like, you're the one who dug the holes. Don't look at me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's been a beautiful day here today, though. It's been uh, on and off thunderstorms, so I feel bad for all of my friends. Well, but fair because they're stuck outside in like eight layers of clothing. I think it was supposed to be that way here today. Like a couple of days ago, I saw 
there was uh, some projected like chance of storms today, but I haven't seen one inkling of it happening. Yeah, I don't know about you, but uh, storms like that, like I like watching them, but they suck all of my energy out of me. It's just like it's dreary, and I just want to curl up with a blanket and be useless. Yeah, and I also want to mention uh, so- something kind of unexpectedly happening. <gasps> Good or bad. Uh, kind of sad for me and my family. Oh, no. Okay. But our next door neighbors who have been here for, I don't know how many years, but we've grown to become good friends with them. Suddenly, the bank took their house from them and they have to move. That blows. Surprise foreclosures are not fun at all. Yeah. Well, because we were coming home one day and we see like this big like moving truck out and like a bunch like their furniture outside and like different like bookshelves and stuff like that. Yeah. We're like, we're like, what the fuck is going on here? Where are you guys going? You can't leave. It's not allowed. And yeah, like we like we pull into our driveway. We go like, what's going on? And there's like, they're uh, moving to. They're moving to a neighborhood that's not far from here. Okay, so you can still hang out. Yeah, and uh, the the wife and that family, like, we know where she works, so we can stop in there to see her. Like, she she uh, works in a tavern nearby. Oh, okay, cool. So, so you can be like, hey. Yeah. When you have your break, come sit down with us. We'll, we'll buy you a appetizer to split. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, it, it's just kind of out of nowhere. Like, yeah, the uh, like what happened? And they were like, the bank took it from us. And we're like, fuck. So we feel so like the past few days has just been them like moving stuff out of the like out of the house, out of the garage. There's they're cleaning like all the old stuff out that yeah. they're gonna throw out. It's just. It's a, it's a bummer to see like we, yeah. and the the woman who had lived there before them, which it was when I was, it was uh, when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. She was awful. <laughs> she really, she really was. I was thinking about it, and I'm gonna blame I her for. I have another awful neighbor. What's that? They said, "Now you're concerned you're gonna have another awful neighbor." Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> but the woman who was there before, before them, that uh, I I thought about it. I'm kind of blaming her for becoming as fat as I did. Oh no! <laughs> well, because we used to have a basketball hoop in the back of our driveway. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I would love to go out there every day and just play basketball by like by myself, but like doing a lot of like basketball stuff, like running. Yeah. And she used to yell at me for bouncing the ball too much. And she was like, she even called the cops a couple of times. Look, bitch, I'm a child. I'm allowed to have fun. You go back to be bitter. she was she was so quick to call the cops over nothing. 
And but like it's just sad, I'm sorry. But like I honestly got to to a point where like I was scared of her I was kind of scared of her, honestly. Yeah. So at a certain point I just started staying inside and watching TV. Wow. Yeah. That's uncool. I live yeah. on a cul-de-sac, so it's mostly old people. So there's never been any kids. There's like a couple of kids, and it it was mostly people that would get off my yard. <laughs> you can't yeah. ride your bike here, but I mean, they weren't like mean, mean. They were just like, ah, okay, sorry. Like that just stinks that you get the cops called on you. That blows. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the cops never took her seriously because she called <laughs> so often. Yeah, but there was there was another time where me and my brother had a friend in high school who uh, African American kid. Mm-hmm. But one summer he he would uh, come over every day and hang out. So one day he comes over, comes up to the door, and we let him in. About ten fifteen minutes later, a police officer knocks on our door. And we say, and we say like uh, hello, like hello, um, and the officer is like, yeah, we got a call from your neighbor that there was a suspicious individual walking in your driveway on your property. So not about, only was she cranky and bitter, she was racist too. That's always a funny combo. Yeah, and um, and we're like, when was that? And they were like about ten, fifteen minutes ago, and we're like, well, him right here, he. He came here around that time and we let him in. And he's been here he's been here like every day for about the past few weeks. So So yeah, I was I was stoked when she left. Yeah, I don't blame you. And uh the wife I had mentioned who works in the ta- uh of the family that ended up moving in. Mm-hmm. we became friends with she posted on facebook that like um she thinks the old lady who used to live there is fucking with her <laughs> like the ghost of her is fucking with her because... <laughs> the ghost because... of the old lady is like i'm gonna screw them all over i'm gonna take their mail checks so the bank doesn't get them <laughs> no well no it's not that it's just that like stuff goes missing that it, oh. and then they and then they find it in a place they don't remember leaving it. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's, I don't know how long, I mean, since the bank owns it now, I don't know how long until someone else would move in. It depends, too, because the bank is going to have, uh, like, somebody from the county come in and examine it and yeah, uh, make sure there's no issues with it. And then if there's issues with it, they'll fix it up and try and get more money. Um, you know, that they're out and everything or that they claim they're out and then, uh, they'll turn around and and resell it. Or sometimes they'll just knock it down and leave it a vacant lot for somebody else to buy and build in. It just depends on, you know, how much needs to go into it or if the market's good. Cause that's actually what happened to, uh, my partner's, uh, family's original house. They were moving to, uh, North Carolina. And uh, 
they thought everything was good. And then all of a sudden the, this guy from the bank shows up and it's like, yeah, no, your house is foreclosed on. And they're like, what? <laughs> okay, I guess we can't sell it to you guys. Here's the new owners. <laughs> Have fun with the bank. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, it's a bit of a bummer. It's a bummer that they're leaving. Yeah, that's not fun when you lose people that you care about. Uh, we can, we'll still be able to keep in touch with them and see them from time to time. Yeah, that's the important part, especially if they, you know, are helpful to your mental health or just your everyday to day. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's what's been going on with me. Yeah, I'm still super, super proud of you for uh, finding the courage to go and talk to your boss and be honest, because that's not easy to do. Oh, definitely. And I don't remember if I mentioned this last week, but I, at work, I'm very private about that side of my life. I mean, I mean, not just my mental health, but like all personal matters. Yeah. At work, I'm very, very private about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, cl- I'm doing the stuff I need to do and, um, another step closer on that journey. Yeah. You're going to have the rings it, back in and you're going to be, you know, just off it, like a right. And it's definitely not a quick fix. It's my, not something... It's something that might not ever be totally fixed, but it's something that I need to know how to maintain. Yeah, it's just and, nice to be able to, to kind of say, I can dribble the basketball again. Like, I, it's not out of control where I feel like 50 are coming at me. Yes. So that's, uh, yeah, that's been the deal with me this week. You've got it, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Like, you should be proud of yourself, but if you're not, I'm, I'm proud of you enough for both of us. Well, no, no I, am, I am definitely proud of myself. And just is, is something I, need, I obviously needed to do. Yeah. And it's something I encourage anyone listening who is struggling and having a... a hard time asking for help or trying to get help. Yep. It, I just encourage you to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've said it before. I don't remember what episode, but uh, we made the comment before about how reaching out, you have nothing to lose except for what you could gain. Yeah. And, uh, and may and probably some uncomfortableness at the begin at the beginning. Yeah, it, it can be it can feel awkward and uncomfortable to. I'm just uh, explaining like the way it happened with the way I felt when I finally went in there to talk to my boss. There was like a heavy uncomfortableness to start with, mm-hmm. but as soon as I saw that she was more than willing to listen to me and like talk with me about uh like the pro- the program that that uh is offered at my work that I'm getting this uh counseling through mm-hmm. once like and it only took about 
30 seconds before, like, I just finally, this huge weight was off my shoulder. That's awesome. So, again, it can be terrifying and intimidating to uh, get to that point where you need, you just need to start talking to someone. But pretty quickly, it like you you can have that huge weight off of you, and you can just be more relaxed. Yeah, like it's it, it's so completely freeing. It is. There's there's no better way to describe it than that. The second you start to talk to somebody who you trust and who you know is going to accept you regardless of what you have to say, it opens so many doors for you, and. Medication may not be something for everybody, but it is a great thing to try. Same with therapy. You know, you may be apprehensive to try it, but it might be your lifeline. You know, I, there's yeah, nothing so, wrong with it not working for you, but just give it a try. It could yes. Be awesome. And uh, this therapist I'm being set up to start with, I, I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. I, so who knows if that's going to be the right therapist? Cause that's something we I know I've talked about before quite a bit having to find the right therapist. Yes. And don't be afraid to just tell them, you know, I'm really not interested in making another appointment. I don't feel this clicks. You know, if if the first one is always kind of awkward, I feel, and I always try and do at least two, maybe three um, to make sure that it's not just, you know, the, the, the anxiety and nerves that I'm having just going to therapy period. Um, but I mean, if you re- if somebody says something to you that you feel is completely inappropriate or just makes you very apprehensive or you just don't feel safe, you don't have to go back. That is the wonderful thing about there being so many options now for mental health. It's very hard, especially if you live in the U.S., uh, you know, to, to get appointments with things. But do not give up just because it doesn't click right away. Yes, and. Uh, with uh, the program we have at work that I, that this is being set up f- through for me, I'm getting four free sessions with this therapist. So after these four, I can either continue with this one or if it's not clicking, they can help me figure out uh, another avenue to go. Yeah, and that's awesome. With, I wish with, with finding another therapist. Yeah, I wish more. I wish that was like a mandatory thing that all companies offer, but unfortunately, I know that not everybody can, and that's upsetting. But it is what it is, and I'm think I think that's awesome that you're you work for a place that offers that. That's just really yeah. helpful. Well, te- well, technically, uh, work the working at the library is a government job. Yeah. So. Yeah, they uh, tend to have more of those things, I I believe. Yeah, I'm super excited that there are states now that are um, adding mental health days to schools. Like, you can take a mental health day and it won't count against you. That yeah. is, that's amazing for kids, especially now. You know, our world is such a scary place right now. And I think, I know they took two mental health days last year. One was uh, right after the first time a stranger came into her classroom 
I mean, it was her first time at school. She wasn't used to the idea that, you know, visitors are going to come in and it kind of spooked her. Uh, but we put a plan into place and it has worked beautifully since then. And then the other one was, uh, it sounds so funny, but she got her heart broken. Uh, <laughs> and she wanted to stay home for a day just to get over it and you know, not have to go back and be embarrassed to see the little boy that she had a crush on. <laughs> so I, I let her stay home and we had a spa day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, that is, that is so different from when I was growing up. I know. Like I was, I was talking about it in one of my mom groups because I have a, a, a mental health group for moms, like moms struggling with mental health. And it's, it's actually been great. Um, and uh, one of them, you know, commented about how they loved that. They posted the article and were like, I love this idea and I wish it had been something there. And I'm like, you know what? Like when my sister and I were in school and uh, my parents were first divorcing, my brother was old enough where he wasn't in school and he was working all the time. But my mom would try once a semester to take us out just on a random day. She'd, you know, look at her points for work and money in the account and be like, you know what, we're going to have a mental health day. We're all, we're all going to go do something. And we'd go to a matinee movie and come home and just relax. Um, we'd go to the museums. Uh, heck, I think one time we just drove uh, to the, the CTA station over by O'Hare and rode that all the way down. And then we went and saw the windows at the old Macy's building back when uh, they used to do the big window displays for Christmas. And then we went to Chris Kendall Martin, got like huge soft pretzels and <laughs> mugs of, uh, you know, hot cider and, and hot cocoa. And she just kind of understood that there's a lot of pressure. And sometimes you need to take a break because it's, it's better for you, you know, especially as a student where everything is so grades, 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 like you have to get good grades and you're not going to get into a good college and you got to go to a good college or you're not going to get a job and... <laughs> I like that trade schools are more open now to people um, like heck Keely is learning about trade schools and she's going into first grade. Um, but it was nice and I appreciated it. It's something I try and pass on to Keely now and I will to Sean when he gets, uh, you know, older and is in school too. But I just, I remember that and it was so nice because she try and do it before any big tests or right after them just to, kind of help us unwind and you know relax and if we bombed a project or a test or something it was kind of a you know what I know you tried your hardest and we're not gonna worry about it you're still gonna be okay yeah that's good it's is and it's nice to see uh that some schools are progressing in this area mm -hmm, and recognizing it and I think right now with uh kind of just the, the overall uh I don't want to say mentality, but like the overall weight that hangs on the kids right now with all the violence and everything and just. Oh, yeah. The, the, man. The, the current uh, climate. Political, clim political climate we're in. And yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a scary world out there. It is. Like, I feel like kids are freer to be who they are. Like, I remember when I was. Uh, a kid there, there was the uh, Gay Straight Alliance or GSA, but 
like nobody taught you about transgender students. Nobody taught you about non-binary. Like none of that was, I mean, it happened because there were people like that. There's been people like that for hundreds of years throughout all different cultures, but it wasn't something that was talked about at all. And I feel like I've, you know, re-met some of the, my peers and it's like, wow, I feel so bad that you had to wait until you were an adult to be able to live your truth, to be able to be who you are. Like, that's just not, that's not cool. And I look at it now and I'm like, yes, thank you for embracing the differences amongst all of us. Thank you. But then at the same time, I'm like, oof, it is scary to be in that minority group. And not just LGBT-wise, skin color-wise, or even religion-wise. I have a friend who, uh, her daughters will occasionally on Sundays wear head, uh, head coverings with her and they're hundred percent Christian Catholic and people will say horrible things to them. And it's like, have you, how do you not read a religious text and understand that every culture has some kind of head covering? Like, why are we picking on one group? Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird too. Cause I was, uh, I put on uh, those old schoolhouse rock videos and they had the Pledge of Allegiance in one of them. And Keela's like, what is that? Like, we used to have to say this every day before we could start school. She's like, why? I didn't have an answer. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. We just did. I remember um, I was, uh, it was uh, high school freshman homeroom. Mm -hmm. We had a homeroom teacher who, like, it wasn't, huh, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, um, but, like, as high school freshman kids, like, when it was time to stand up and do that, mm-hmm. we would just, uh, we would, like, do the physical motion. We would stand up, put the hand over our chest, and we would kind of, like, we would mumble like, and our homeroom teacher that year got so annoyed with us. He would, there were days he would chastise us for not standing and reciting the Pledge of Allegiance full volume. But the funny thing is that none of the teachers that would act that way could explain to you why we did the Pledge of Allegiance. Because there were a couple of us that decided, like, religion doesn't belong in schools. I mean, it's okay if it's there, you can respect other people's beliefs, but it shouldn't be pushed the way that the Pledge of Allegiance was with the, you know, under God. Because we're not all under God. Some of us are under different belief systems. And I refuse to say that line. I would, you know, recite the rest of the Pledge of Allegiance and I wouldn't say that word. I would just close my mouth. And then I'd start back up after that line. And my teacher's like, why won't you say that? You know, that, that's part of it. You have to say the whole thing. I'm like, no, I don't. I do not have to say any part of it that I don't agree with. And I don't agree with that. It's like, but we go to church together. I'm like, I don't care if we go to church together. I'm like there are students in here that are, are pledging allegiance to a God they don't believe in to. That's not right. And I'm, I'm not going to say it because I, they have the right to believe what they believe. And I have the right to believe what I believe and nobody else should be forced to. And a couple of the kids went, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> and then somebody, when he's like, well, that's not how this is done. They're like, well, why? He didn't have an answer. <laughs> so 
So the next day, like three other kids did the same thing as me. They wouldn't say it. And then the following day, and then I think by the end of that semester, everybody in my classroom wouldn't say it. <laughs> I wouldn't say it except for that line. Like that line was just, we'd like pledge allegiance to the flag <laughs> and to the yeah. republic for which it stands. <laughs> like we One nation. Yeah. Yeah, one nation, silence, indivisible with, yeah. Liberty and justice for all. <laughs> He just, he couldn't say anything. And the worst part is our history teacher couldn't say anything because he brought her in and she watched this just like shocked because we were the only class that did this. And uh, she's like, you know, you have to say that. It's the whole thing. You're taking away from the history of this. I'm like, how long have we been saying this? She's like, uh, I'm like, I know my mom said it and you know, 70s <laughs> like so so when did we start this because it, it's recent she got so flustered at me like i'm sorry we're not a christian country yeah, um i'm guessing it was around world war Two. i think so too i'd have to go look it up if there's any uh history buffs that listen to us and want to drop us a message either at our brand new shiny uh, joint Instagram for this or on one of our private ones, please feel free because I'd love to know that. And yeah, I'm sure I can Google it, but I Google takes me to weird places and not everything's correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, maybe Wikipedia. I don't know. Wikipedia, uh, Wikipedia is like the best and the worst because people can go on there and kind of switch things around whenever they feel like it. Like it's a public domain yeah to be edited and that makes me nervous but like national history ones they'll say when we started to do it but the reasoning is like everything from it was you know kind of this united front that we put up after uh right after vietnam right after world war ii um well um i heard something like there's a sports podcast i listened to Mm-hmm. That uh, they were talking about, like the kneeling in the NFL, yes, and all, and like the controversy, like what bullshit that controversy is. It is extreme BS. Yeah. They're not doing anything disruptive. They are simply kneeling and bowing their heads. They are being a hundred percent respectful to our veterans and our active duty service people, and they're also bringing you know, no, raising awareness for issues that they're facing. And I applaud them. I would kneel with them if I could go to sporting events. <laughs> but, but the, the, yeah, the sports podcast I listened to posed the question like, now why do, what do patriotism and sports have to do with each other? Yeah. And, um, and then one of them uh, put it out, like put a question out there like, like, w- when was it that the national anthem started being played at base at uh, sporting events? Yeah. And they lo- they looked it up. It was, I believe they said the national anthem started being played at baseball games in around World War Two. Yeah. So that's why I'm guessing it for the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, I know it's newer than the national anthem because the national anthem was sung at a lot of events. I know it was sung at graduations and at big events like that 
for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but I think having the Pledge of Allegiance said in schools is, is newer within the last... 75 years, maybe? Yeah, 75, 80. I was going to say 80. Uh, my math might be wrong, though. Well, I'm trying to do the math around like World War II. Yeah, That's... We're almost into the 2020s, so it would be 60 because it was 1940s. So like 75 to 80 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still a relatively new thing in in his you know history wise. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's one yeah. of those unsolved mysteries. And conspiracy theories, theorists like to take it and twist it too, which just brings a whole other level to the mental chaos that it causes. <laughs> uh, now, uh, we are almost 49 minutes into this. Yeah. And we haven't, um, topics. we haven't hit the one topic we were supposed to talk about today, but we've had that, very good topics and a very good discussion. That's what I was going to say. Uh, did you want to get to our main topic for today? Um, we can. I mean, it kind of fits in with this. I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. Um, so our main topic that we touched on last week that we we're going to talk about to this week was the uh, topic of content warnings and trigger warnings and how they go hand in hand with the things. And considering, you know, we were talking about religious freedom and uh, the division of church and state, that can be a trigger warning for some people or a content warning at the very least. Because anytime we talk about religion, it can upset people, especially uh, people in, I'm, I'm going to use the air quotes here that you cannot see, but minority religions, because, uh, you know, un unfortunately, the U.S. is still dominantly Catholic Christianity, uh, somewhere within that ballpark umbrella. But not everybody is. I mean, we have... Buddhism, we have um, Hinduism, we have uh, paganism. I have a couple friends that are pagan. Uh, we have the flying spaghetti monster now, which amazes me. <laughs> um, uh, well, I don't know what that's supposed to be. I, I, I used to think it was for Scientology, but it's not. It's a completely different thing. And then I thought it was a joke, and it was like... Uh, agnostic people or atheist people who you know kind of just decided well if you guys can you know pray to some weird thing in the sky we're going to have a flying spaghetti monster but that's not it either because it is actually a belief system i i want to say revolving around aliens it's been a very long time since someone explained it to me and i'm i'm gonna be honest i wasn't fully cohesive i might have been slightly inebriated um <laughs> during the conversation but I still think it's cool that that can be there. Um, yeah, we have all this, we have this beautiful mixing pot of belief systems and every everything, and it's just some people. Uh, I'll I'll use my wedding group as a perfect example because we're all wonderful people in that one. Somebody posted about their cultural wedding, and. Uh, Right away, people are like, well, if you're marrying this person, you're going to adapt their religion. Like, no, no, I don't have to. Just because I'm marrying somebody, I do not have to, you know, indoctrinate myself into their religion. It doesn't work that way. No, you don't. Um, 
Yeah, my mother was raised Christian and my dad is Jewish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we, uh, there was no like a, like real adopting. Like, my dad didn't become Christian and my mom didn't become Jewish. No. So, no, I mean, um, I always, I always like to pull 90s cartoons because back then they were really cool. But look at Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. His family celebrated both Christmas and uh, Hanukkah. Yeah. Because his mother was Jewish and her side of the family was Jewish. And then his dad's side of the family was Christian Catholic. So Tommy just got, you know, a freaking like two week long celebration of presents and shit. Like, <laughs> kind of jealous. But I mean, it's <laughs> just a I, I did that a few um my dad my dad is still Jewish but he celebrates Christmas with us. Mm-hmm. But um when my grandparents were alive uh we would go over there and we would uh my grandparents would celebrate Han- my grandparents would celebrate both. Okay. Like they uh they were Jewish so they had they celebrated Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. But since my dad uh Married a Christian woman, uh, we also they also adopted uh, celebrating Christmas too. So they got used to it, yeah. So that they nobody felt awkward or anything. That's kind of cool that they did yeah. that. But that's the thing is that a lot of people have this belief system that the the woman or the man, depending on. Well, according to, according to Jewish law, it's the woman. Yeah. Yeah, the woman has to be Jewish enough. Um. According to Jewish law, I'm not half Jewish. Yeah. Because my mother isn't Jewish. My mother would have to be Jewish in order for... My mother would have to be the Jewish one if I were yes. to be half Jewish. That's but, for you guys to be able to go into her synagogue and yeah. be welcomed and everything else. Yeah, no. But I I have told my dad that in my heart I consider myself half Jewish. You are. Like, to me, you would be. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't feel that just because dad is one thing and mom is another thing. It, it's you're raised to to love both cultures of yourself, both parts of yeah. yourself. Yeah, that means you're half because you you understand and respect both of them, and that's the conversation that is is very upsetting to a lot of people. And I don't want to use the term triggered because as somebody who has PTSD, you'll see on a lot of political. Uh, debates i'm using the term debate loosely um because they're more like arguments people you know oh you're so triggered um no because a trigger actually causes a flashback and some really horrendous things so i don't like to use that term um but it can be upsetting and if anybody has ever been persecuted for their religious beliefs before or anything like that that can in fact be triggering and i will use that word because it is allowed because that does bring up a whole bunch of really ill begotten thoughts um but just in general there shouldn't be this big battle but it can be a bad battle so a lot of people i've noticed have started using content warnings or cw you know dot dot uh you know religious discussion or talk of this belief or whatever else and then kind of nesting their posts or putting a bunch of uh returns or emojis or whatever so it hides it so that you have to like click more and it opens up and some people are like, this is useless. Why are you bothering to put content warnings or trigger warnings? And if you've had bad issues with that before, or you know that it can be something that can hurt somebody else, 
kind of just a, a simple little two, and like it takes you two seconds to throw it up there. Yeah. You know, it's just a common courtesy. And I understand, like, in regards to the football discussion we were having a few minutes ago, a lot of people are like, well, that didn't come with a content warning. That's kind of in your face. Real life doesn't always come with content warnings. But on the internet, or on our beautiful podcast here, it's nice to be able to throw up, hey, we're going to discuss some heavy stuff today. Like, um, we discussed child sexual assault the one time. And we covered that, you know, we threw up content warnings the day before that one went up. So that way people were as aware as they possibly could be. Uh, You know, when I discussed um, the losses of my babies and being a rainbow mom, we put up trigger warnings for that because that can hurt somebody, especially if you're going through that right now. It's, Mm. I look at content warnings and trigger warnings as just kind of this open-armed active kindness that I can bestow upon the rest of the world and be like, I don't know what could bother you, but here's what I'm going to discuss. If this could potentially hurt you or put you in a bad place or ruin your day just completely, please avoid until you're in a better place. Cause I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and there, there can be some stuff that, uh, that we're not aware of that can trigger someone. So uh, you can always let us know. Yeah, please. If there's something that we discuss and you, you want us to just throw one up there, just in general, because, you know, we do talk about depression and therapy and uh, I just mentioned child sexual assaults and, you know, miscarriages. So, you know, I apologize if that bothers anyone. I do. I don't mean to. Uh yeah. You know, well, it's I, stuff like that. If you just want us to throw a general content warning, mental health discussions, we can. It can be that easy. For sure, and we can always re- uh, we can always retract in the next episode. Absolutely, and I've not- had to do that a couple times. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> j- just I mean, just acknowledge that. Yeah, we weren't aware. No, exactly. That, that's a big thing. We like we uh, this part. Like we ourselves could always get better. Exactly, and we're we're striving to be better and to educate ourselves on more topics. Because mental health is this giant umbrella that encompasses so many things, with all these teeny tiny umbrellas that have even more things underneath them, and. Uh, as we, we posted on our Instagram, you know, we're not experts. We just, we have a bunch of, I think we said what, like 15 different topics between the two of us that probably. we can talk about? Pro- probably. And yeah. even then, there's just general topics and we can only give our experiences. And my, my whole, I mean, my whole way I look at this podcast is, we have, I want to put this out there to, so other people know that like, there are people who go through what you're going through. And that there's and, a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. And, you know, there have, it hasn't really like come out in an episode so far, but there, there have been like weeks where I'm like, especially lately leading up to finally reaching out for help 
mm-hmm. where I've had a mood where I thought, I don't know how I'm going to do an episode this week. It's or hard. If I, or, it, it, or if I do, I'm not going to, I'm going to be in such a mood that it's going to be, you know, you're not going to want to listen to me. Either that or it's just going to be me talking the whole time. And I mean, I think I have a melodious voice, not as great as Joey's, but. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I used to get made fun of for my voice. I love your voice. It's so old time radio. Like I really just want you to meet my friends that do the old time, the actual old time radio podcast where they have like the folly set and everything and have you just do a voice just on one show. Just one. (laughs) Hey, if I can get the opportunity for sure. I just, I just think that would be so cool because you have that deep narrator voice. Like if they do their Christmas episode, you should, you should narrate the Christmas story. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll, you know what? If there's a way I can do it from here, then count me in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think content warnings are great. Um, jumping back into that because my phone rang and I apologize if you guys heard Harry Potter for about 30 seconds because it's my ringtone. Oh, um, I, didn't, I didn't hear oh, okay. it. Good, 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 good. I never know because I can hear it in my ear and I'm always like, ah, it's going to show up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a funny thing last night uh, on the Joey Losing Weight podcast. Me and Amanda recorded a bonus boy band breakdown. Yes, I live for those. Uh, because it was primarily going to be her talking about uh, the Backstreet Boys concert she went to in Chicago. What do you think uh, of that? She loved. I, I she heard it was loved ridiculous. it. <laughs> What's that? I heard it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, she does. I mean, that episode is out now on there, and she, uh, I have to listen to that later tonight when I'm cleaning. So, um. Well, oh, I was going to say, there were some, uh, we haven't had it so far yet, this episode, knock on wood. I don't have any wood to knock on, but I'm knocking on, I'm knocking on tile. (laughs) Yeah. And there's, so I'm, I actually just knocked on my couch here. That works. The armrest on my couch. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, uh, yeah, we, if you go back and listen to some of our older our previous episodes, there are some what we like to call hilarious technical difficulties. Yes. But there was a moment in the recording of that episode where um, I lost her for a minute, oh. but, she could, but she could hear me. Okay. So uh, I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know if it comes out in the final recording, <laughs> but uh, we came back and she was like, Joey, I could hear you perfectly fine. And I, I was like, you know, I'm on there. I'm like, Amanda? Like, oh, no. Can you hear? Amanda, are you there? Like, can you? And she's responding like, yes, I'm here. <laughs> so I don't know if it comes out in the final because uh, another thing with these final episodes, like, it'll sound like you're not coming through clear. Mm-hmm. But, like, you'll come through just fine in the final. So I don't know if she... I'm gonna. I'm thinking it'll be hilarious if I'm like Amanda. Are you there? And she's like, "Yes, I'm here." And then I'm like, "Oh no, folks, we're gonna have to. We're like, we're gonna have to come back 
The hilarious technical difficulties have taken over your other shows. (laughs) (laughs) I've jinxed everything. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I just thought that was a funny... I I thought that was... We got a little off track there. Okay. It is hilarious, though, because our very first episode ever talking together, I think we had to reset it like four times. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because... That was before we started this series. Yeah, before we started this just, series. It was just like when I had you on to talk with, like on my regular podcast, just to talk yeah, with as a guest. And we talked so. murder. Murder and Hobbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good times. It was good times. Uh. So, yeah, I think like we... I think like we had to start like four new recordings in that one. Yup. Oh, but it was fun. It was fun. This is fun too. And um, I like getting to help kind of break the stigma with you or end the stigma or whatever hashtag you want to use for it. I like break the stigma because we are Ralph and Vanellope. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you can hear him. He did. Yeah, I can. He just decided to join. <laughs> hey, buddy. He's like, I want love and attention. Yeah. Yeah, he's a happy fellow most of the time. Yes, he is. But, yeah. Huh. No, I just, I know that people get confused with why content and trigger warnings are needed and a lot of people will say that they're not, but we've been asked to talk about them because we have had some questions regarding them. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, I, I can understand if you feel like you, you yourself may not need it, but it, I mean, it's just like, you can't, we can't always count, account for each other's mental health. No. And so it, it's, it's, it's just there. Just for, you know, as a, I mean, you want to call it a courtesy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I consider it a courtesy. Um, and, uh, and like, we're, we just want to be mindful of everyone. Yeah. We, we try to be, you know, really, really careful with topics we discuss so that we kind of stay in our lane. And we'll branch out a couple of times. Um, and so far, it hasn't bit us in the butt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, but for the most part, we, we like to talk about things that we know affect us. And because we know they affect us, we try to, to be cautious about, you know, the potential for other people to get hurt by what we're talking about, because we're not the only ones experiencing it. And that's the great thing about this podcast is that sharing what we've experienced, we are able to, ah, Hobbs, <laughs> I had technical difficulties. <laughs> He just stole my headset. Hang on one second. Oh. Hey, Freddie, you want to jump up here? Oh, okay. We back? We good? Oh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> you silly boy. You shitty boy. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. No, don't eat that. Don't eat that. <laughs> uh, you know, we... Because we've experienced it ourselves, we try to be cautious of those who might also be going through it. And uh, that is the wonderful thing about this podcast, because 
by sharing what Joey and I have experienced, both uh, similarly and separately, we're able to kind of shed some light on the fact that not only do those issues get better, but share some tips on to, as to how we're coping with it that might be able to help somebody else. And that's the important part with any kind of mental health discussion is how can we all benefit from this discussion? How can we make this easier for everybody? Yeah. And that, that's, that's the primary goal of this podcast. I feel. Yeah. You know, we can't end the stigma alone, but we can start the conversation. And I think that that's the best thing. Yeah. And again, if you're joining us for the first time, we're glad to have you along with us. And we're happy to have you in this fight. Yeah. We're here to fight for you, fight with you, be an ear, whatever you need. And we hope that uh, by sharing some of the pain and, and frustrations we've had, um, maybe it'll make others open and willing to share theirs, not necessarily to the public like we're doing, but to somebody because sharing really does help. It's cliche as that sounds. I know I feel better when I've gotten to talk to Joy about a bad day or a particularly bad instance, um, both on and, and off of this podcast. Yeah. And- I love talking to you every week. And, uh, yeah, as, you know, since I've been able to open up more myself just in my normal life, my everyday life, I, I'm starting to feel better. I, it's not good to bottle it all inside. No. Bottling that shit up only does one thing. It, it hurts you. And I know for me, and this is going to, oh, I'm going to be okay here. Um, (laughs) I I know for me personally, I bottled everything up for so long that it ended up making uh, my PTSD worse. And I ended up hurting myself, both physically and uh, metaphorically, because uh, I I kept it so tight because I was so afraid of what other people were going to think. And the kind of judgment I was going to get and if anybody was even and uh, when you hold something that tight to yourself it kind of cuts into you and creates more wounds and it doesn't help at all and I never want anyone to feel that way so if this helps people open up more we've done part one of our take over the world job What, what what was part one? Part one is getting more people to talk about the stigma. Oh, yes. Part two is to overthrow the government and get better mental health care. <laughs> yeah, that is going to take a lot more work. Yeah, and a lot more people. I mean, right now it, it's me, Joey, I think we said 22 listeners. <laughs> um, Roughly. A dog and three cats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to join our armada, 
um, or have plans. We'd love to hear that. Although realistically, I think we're just going to have to move that to like plan 28 or something. And come up with the rest of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm ready. Anyone who wants to join our our little mental health militia, welcome aboard. Yeah, welcome. Tag us. Tag uh, Joey and Allison Mental Health Warriors if you're on Facebook or Instagram. And, uh, you know, just share with us how you overcame a stigma, you know, whether it's an internalized stigma towards yourself or... Uh, <laughs> You okay there, buddy? <laughs> Is that Hobbs again? Yeah. Whether it's an internalized stigma towards yourself, you know, and you overcame it by going and talking to somebody about it or uh, reporting something that made you uncomfortable or was hurting you, or it's uh, a more of a societal one and you gave it the big old finger by continuing to live your life, even when people kind of tell you that that's not okay. <laughs> Let us know because those stories really help us you know they, they kind of fuel us we're like monsters <laughs> yes and if you uh ever want to come on here and talk with us and tell your story on here go ahead shoot one go ahead and uh message the podcast instagram page which is uh at joey and allison underscore MH Warriors. I tried to get the whole mental health warriors in there. Too many this characters. Is too long. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So, but that is that. Uh, our individual ones. I am at Joey losing weight. And I am brushstrokes underscore N underscore artichokes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can, I mean, if you just, uh, Search Joey and Allison underscore MH Warriors. We our, pop right. Yeah, our handles are in the bio. You and, can follow uh, if you want to or send us a message. Yeah. If you're afraid one of us won't see it on the new one. We're, we're listening everywhere. <laughs> we're, we're more aware than Santa Claus. Only not as creepy. We're not watching you while you sleep. While you sleep. Like your bathroom activities are and, and, and dreams are totally safe. That's between you and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um Yeah. Allison, do you have anything you want to add this week? No, I think we covered everything beautifully as always. <laughs> We have a surprise guest coming uh, next week. Ne- next week, yes. That is the plan for right now. Yeah. So. We're going to keep it a surprise because it was a surprise to me until today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes. So, but we love guests. We do. So, if you are interested in coming on here, whether you are a mental health professional or somebody battling the good fight with us, let us know because we'd love to have you here. Yes, like I said, I message the official podcast account or either one of us will set it up. We'll tell you how you can set it up for yourself to come on here and join us. Absolutely. It won't cost you a thing except no. for 
totally free, although you might lose some dignity because we laugh and say inappropriate things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh... We, we mean that in a, in a funny way. It's not actually going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we use some uh, adult language. Put it that yeah. way. Sorry, as, you, as you've heard on this episode... We are not afraid of cuss words. Because sometimes they really do help. Oh, yeah. Some, sometimes that's all you can use. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, again, if you're a new listener, uh, listening to on the Joey and Allison feed, welcome. We're happy to have you here. We are ecstatic to have you here. All right. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Yep. Stay healthy, everybody. We love you. We love you, and I love you, Allison. I love you, Joey. And yes, we love you, the listener, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yep, sounds good. All right, have a great day, and a happy, healthy week, and all right. (laughs) I never know how to sign these off. I never do either. All right, so take we'll care get of it. Figure it out. Yes. It's, it's the next step in our in our in our growing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.